0: having my heart, or whatever. Love, blue love, will follow you, fire out. I can give your heart to a wild thing.
1: They don't know your heart. I do, I've seen it, you have shown it to me.
0: Is my heart showing?
1: Oh, it's Megan hey y'all it's molly welcome to another episode of is my heart showing today we ask the
0: question is the language of the culture showing so we're going to talk and try not to use pirate language
1: my no. <laughs> have to wash our mouths out with soap <laughs>
0: Do you remember the
1: first cuss words that you heard on a movie for like a TV show? I can't off the top of my head. It's hard for me to think. But, I, I mean, don't, I can't remember like what we were watching, but I'm
0: pretty sure it was just the D word, like, yeah, pretty like, I don't know. I don't remember what we were watching, but I'm pretty sure it was a TV show and I just like heard him say, that. I was like, Oh, that's a no, no word or whatever. That was a pretty young yeah. thing, but um, yeah, I was, well, recently it's been a really big deal in our house because we have a 11 year old and a 15 year old. And so we have a lot of like shows that my 15 year old wants to watch, but my 11 year old Also wants to watch, but we're not, we're like, so so a lot of times we will screen something and then we'll say if she can watch it or not. Um, but I, so I've done a lot of like looking into the ratings and like what does this mean? Um, so I pulled it up here because uh, I didn't know a lot of this of like what's allowed and what isn't in the searching ratings because you think, oh, you know, this is for kids, so it's okay. But there are a little few things that they let fly (laughs) under the radar. So TV, uh, TV, why? So, well, first of all, there's um, the the audience. So it'll say TV at the top. And then this audience is the the level of the audience that is appropriate. And then underneath it, it can have um, like a little thing about what it may contain like a content label yeah. it can also add um and so they have the content labels are D, L, S, V, and fv so d is suggestive dialogue which usually means they're going to talk about sex in some way l is coarse or crude language S is literal sexual situations, V is for violence, and FV is for fantasy violence, but that one's only used in children's programming, so you can have TVY, um, but then it, I guess, so if it's TVY, then it's supposed to be appropriate for all children, it could be animated live action because I've always wondered that too is like, oh, well, it's just animated. So <laughs> I used to think that like, it's animated yeah. and it says TVY. So, or, you know, but you got to be really careful even with the animation stuff. But anyway, oh, yeah. if it is TVY, then it does include children from ages two to six, and nothing in it should be expected to frighten that younger age but there's a TVY7 and that's designed for children age seven and above. So they explain it like they need the development developmental skills needed to distinguish between make-believe and reality. So themes and elements in this program may include wild, mild fantasy violence or comedic violence, and they may frighten children under the age of seven. So if it has especially if it has the fv rating of fa- fantasy violence so i'm just trying yeah. to like wrap my head around what fantasy <laughs> violence means like is like, that like a dragon maybe blowing fire at you or yeah like
1: a I witch mean, casting a turning you into a toad or I don't know. yeah
0: but you also there's no like witchcraft isn't a thing like they're not keeping out certain elements that you may consider
1: scary or
0: whatever like that would be totally appropriate there's so many movies
1: that are rated like g for like general like or why like Disney old Disney movies that my girls will not watch because it terrifies Way too them. too scary. Yeah. yeah. So
0: the the TVY, I don't even know if I've ever, I mean, I guess like basic preschool sh- TV shows are like that, but most of the ones you see are going to be TVG. And that's general audience. And it says most parents would find this program suitable for all ages. Um, it does... This rating does not signify a program designed specifically for children, but most parents may let younger children watch this program unattended. It will contain little or no violence, no strong language, and little Hmm. to no sexual dialogue or situations. So it Hmm. can contain some language, and some sexual dialogue and some violence. I think that's a good thing to know. We yeah. have picked a few of those and they still have mild language, which I wish that instead of like coding the bad stuff, that they would give like star ratings for people that have clean movies. That would be helpful. Yeah. How about that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Moving also, on. To this, yeah also it gets on my nerves. So it's like, why do you think that your standard is good enough for me? Why do you like, I, that just like, yeah, there, are some, helpful, that? Like, there
0: are some helpful <laughs> websites that you can look yeah. up movies and TV shows, and they'll tell you specifically what the words are. And that yeah. is helpful. But so yeah, so moving on PG is parental guidance suggested. So the Parents may find unsuitable for younger children. They may want to watch it with their younger children, which that seems such a stupid guidance thing. Like, why don't they say pre-screen it? Or I just think that's so crazy that that they suggest
1: anyway.
0: The theme itself may call for parental guidance, or the program may contain one or more of the following: suggestive dialogue, infrequent coarse language, some sexual situations, and moderate violence. And then TV 14, they've decided that 14 is the age. And
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, the so
0: they said the <clears throat> materials unsuitable for children under 14. Parents should, are strongly urged to exercise greater care in monitoring this program and are cautioned against letting children under the age of 14 watch unattended. It has intensely suggested dialogue, strong course language, intense sexual situations, or intense violence, and then TVMA is mature audience, so not children at all, crude, indecent language, explicit sexual activity, and graphic violence, so I just found it funny that if you talk to other parents, or really, I just talked to the kids about it, but they're like, yeah, it's, it's TV14, so that's why my parents let me watch it, but we're talking about, like, eight and nine-year-old kids, like, saying yeah. that their parents let them, and if, like, the whole like culture says that someone under 14 sh- probably shouldn't watch it. And then we, as parents are like, "Yeah, my eight year old's fine. Like that's to yeah. me, says a lot, but I think, I mean, you know, your individual child, so I'm not, I can't, I mean, it's a case by case basis, but yeah. But I just try to tell myself that when well, my kids are like, but mom, but mom, and then I'm like, yeah, well, they did. <laughs> the world has said that for a kid under 14, yeah. it's this is rough, but yeah, so that's just like a little taste of what the world's screening their language, but I definitely feel like the language line has been crossed in TV for the lower and lower age ratings. I mean, don't you feel that way? I mean, oh yeah, they're letting this into the general audience. They're yeah. letting some of the crude language in.
1: Yeah, and it's in music as well. You can no longer trust the explicit rating for songs. I've heard songs that haven't even been labeled explicit, but they'll still say like the D word, Um, in Hamilton, the musical, like everyone listens to that, right? Like a lot of, I know a lot of people that let their kids listen to it. I don't know if they're letting them listen to all the songs, but I know like, for example, in the song, wait for it, which is like my favorite song, they say GD in it. And that is like the worst one, in my opinion, because you're taking the Lord's name, right? But it is not labeled explicit, it's like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, it's not explicit at all. What? Uh, yeah, it is. So that sometimes um, they'll have like clean versions to songs. And I'm like, oh, okay, oh, they, good. Like, because they'll have like, you know, they have the explicit version, and they have the, clean, the clean version. Verse, yeah. So you'd think that the clean version would be fine. But I've noticed more and more lately that even the clean versions will have like the D word or the S word or the B word in it. Like they just don't consider, it seems like people don't consider those words as that bad anymore. Like they're not even considered curse words anymore, I guess. Like, and yeah,
0: it's super frustrating. And it seems like the latest stuff that comes out is explicit. I mean, think about Taylor Swift album that just came out. I mean, there was like maybe three or four songs that didn't have the explicit rating on it. And you know, if you think about her first album and then here we are, I mean, that's a huge shift and she's a huge cultural influence. So there's so many artists.
1: There's so many artists that I listened to before I had kids that were fine, but now like everyone, not even just like bad, like curse words, but just the things that they are saying are disgusting. Like they don't even have to like say a bad word necessarily, but they're describing something that is explicit and I don't want to listen to it and I don't want my kids to listen to it. So I honestly, there's artists that I used to love that I don't really listen to anymore. And Taylor Swift is one of them. I don't really listen to her that often because I don't want to have to weed through all the garbage anymore.
0: Yeah. it, It was funny because I, um, I've been trying to find some new music to play because we were kind of getting sick of it. And I pulled yeah. up an old Taylor Swift song and I didn't say anything to my kids. And they were like, Oh, what is this? This is really good. I was like, this is old Taylor Swift. And they were like, Oh, <laughs> cause they like, don't, my kids don't really like her music and like of the non-explicit oh, yeah. stuff that I've let them listen to. And I think it's kind of weird. Her lyrics have gotten kind of weird and, and yeah. I was playing with the old stuff. So I'm like, well, maybe we should like revisit some old stuff, like <laughs> pull yeah. and even like Beatles and stuff like that. And maybe they would like stuff like that. Um, but it, yeah, it also seems like um, cussing and just bad language. You know, what we're talking about in general is that it didn't even have to have language. It's just the gross stuff they talk about, but it's running rampant among more people and at a younger age. Words that we used to consider bad are pretty normal. So the other night um, the, we were watching the new Nate Bargatze special, which is out on Prime. And if you haven't seen it, it's great. Okay. Got to watch it. He's I so fun. Yeah, it I just came out. So, um, but he he, I don't want to spoil it too much, but he does talk about how. Um, that he grew up when his parents were like the most Christian and he could never say the word sucks. Like, yeah, that was, and I was like on the floor laughing, but yeah, like that was a word that I would have gotten in trouble before saying, is saying the word sucks. And that's like not considered a bad word anymore. Like really? I mean, And people, I mean, it's not really used that much anymore, but it's not, it would never ever be labeled explicit or anything like that in any of these at all. But that's just an example. I mean, I got in trouble uh, one time for saying G a lot. I just kept saying like, ah, G (laughs) like, um, I got in huge trouble with our grandparents about it, but I had a, no idea that it was even a substitute for the word God, like yeah, the habit that I had formed. of like hanging out with other people and I just said it and, you know, I didn't know what it meant or anything. It was just like, I was using it in place of a swear word and I didn't think it was bad, but you know, really the truth is we repeat what we hear. And I picked yeah. that up for my friends, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're a kid, you're, the younger you are really, I mean, if you've ever been around a kid that's just learned to talk like two or three, they're like parrots. I mean, they yeah. repeat everything. And so they're not really thinking through what they say. So what are we putting in front of them? What are we saying in front of them? They hear it all, you know, you'll we even think see, reels, but
1: you'll see reels now of like kids saying like really bad language and it's supposed to be like funny like people find it hilarious and their parents will post it like look at my kids saying this isn't that funny it yeah. always well, like not funny
0: hurts my heart like if i'm yeah. a movie or a show and i see like a kid actor and they've given oh. them lines where they have to cuss a lot like yeah it's so hard to watch because yeah like they're having to be emotional and like it's just it can't be good to their overall being even as actors but yeah yeah. the uh, businessinsider.com says that the average American uses 80 to 90 cuss words a day and they have scientific evidence they claim as to why it is good for you to do so citing that Mm -hmm. it reduces stress and anxiety (laughs) Mm -hmm. what do you think about that
1: I think that's um Malarkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that a bad word?
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I I just think they're like, it's sinful, and they're just giving, like, oh, it's okay. Just do it. They're giving it a house like, it. this
0: is yeah. what, this is how for I your health.
1: relieve my stress. Yeah. 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 But we would argue that, um, People who use bad language often sound unintelligent. They think that they need to use these words to get their point across or to emphasize what they're trying to say. But honestly, it just distracts me and it leaves me with a bad impression of them. Um, It really bothers me when people will loudly use curse words in front of my children when we're out in public. And I don't normally speak up because I don't like confrontation. I guess I I just normally assume that if they're going to say that, then they're also probably willing to fight me (laughs) if I (laughs) said something to
0: them. Yeah, I just typically off a sense of, like, aggression or whatever. Yeah,
1: but if it was extremely obvious what they did and my child heard them, then I just use it as an opportunity to teach the girls, like, we don't sound like that. Like, that's not how we want to sound. And how just tell them like how rude that is and how inappropriate it is to talk that way. Um, I also feel like cursing in public writing is starting to become more popular. You see more cursing on like bumper stickers or window stickers on cars. Um, Sometimes in advertising, like I've seen like, At somebody's house, they had uh, coasters that said the F word on it. Um, But you'll you'll either see dirty language or inappropriate images even. Like a a, a lot of times it's on cars, really. I've noticed that. And as a mother who has a child that can read and another one that I'm currently teaching to read, I really don't appreciate having to distract my kids all the time when we run into words like that in public. Um, when, yeah, like, it's just, it's frustrating that I'm having to hide them from like, even like seeing things with their eyes and they even like all
0: things like on Netflix, like the, you'll have open and it'll be named something that's inappropriate. And then the preview will start playing and it has a cuss word in the, in the preview. And you're not even like, I just turned on my TV, you know? But it it kind of reminds me of um, the Avett Brothers song, Tear Down the House. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the lyrics are like, ever since I learned how to curse, I've been using those sorry old words, but I'm talking to these children and I'm keeping it clean. I don't need these words to say what I mean. No, I don't know. I don't need these words to say what I mean. So, it's kind of like the idea that's not very articulate to use curse words. We should be yeah. able to express ourselves without using dirty words. And we should be teaching our children to articulate
1: themselves without having to use that kind of language. I
0: think alongside the shift to bad language and more programs for family and kids, we've also seen a weaker vocabulary in the church. We talk softly to congregations that have spent the week watching TV and movies yelling the F word at them. One of my personal favorites is in this season. I just feel like when we say that about things in our lives, We insinuate that we just have to wait God out because right now it's not good in this season. But like winter, we just wait it out and spring will come. But you know, our lives don't really work like that. Sometimes things are bad and they don't change. Yeah. And instead, I just feel like we should be saying that I'm putting my hope in Jesus right now instead of focusing on my circumstances, which I know may never change how I dwell in those circumstances can change, but what my hope is in, those are things I can control. It's not just used negatively. Sometimes they even use it positively, but in my head, I just always revert back to just, Oh, they're just waiting God out instead of like using an act of faith.
1: Yeah. Um, it reminds me of um, Justin Peters. He's a preacher that has cerebral palsy and he's, he, he's on American gospel. If you've watched Mm -hmm. that, but he says, if I have to have cerebral palsy for the rest of my life, that's fine. I have eternity to live without it. Like I have like, Jesus is giving me eternity to live without it. So I can live with it now. That's fine. If that's what God wants for me, that's fine. Like we don't need to yeah, the end this season. Okay. Have you ever heard, um, like you walk into church and you saw a sign or like sometimes preachers will tweet stuff like this. They'll say, you are enough. I feel like this is becoming more common lately. Um, if I walked into a church that said that I'd probably want to rock, walk <laughs> right back out. Or <laughs> <I>, uh, <laughs> at the very least be extremely discerning with everything that the preacher said, because the Bible does not teach that you are enough. None of us are enough. That is why we need Christ. It's like they're trying to take out the repentance part of being a Christian. Um, If people think they're enough, then they'll think that they can do life on their own and that they don't need Jesus. So why would a church be promoting thoughts like that? It's completely unbiblical.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, important also to note that I mean when people are trying to explain a thought like sometimes just like word vomit comes out you know and yeah it's always just better to say hey could you clarify it like what did you mean by that and sometimes they'll even talk themselves out of the idea that they just said because you you know and I've done that like I've said something I'm like wait a minute yeah okay let me rephrase that because I didn't say that right but yeah, yeah another one that really gets to me is the, you know, after you read a verse and you're with your group, you know, they'll say, you know, what does this speak to you? What truth does this speak to you? I hate that. I just, I, (laughs) I mean, yes, you can get personal application from verses, but I believe that the new Testament was written in Koine Greek because it's a very specific language and it can only mean one thing. It's not open to different interpretations yeah, And, you know, I don't really care how the verse speaks to you. Yeah, I only either. care <laughs> what God <laughs> intended for it to say, yes. you know, yes. so our English and our understanding of English from the Greek, it just messes up the interpretation. Sometimes that doesn't mean that it needs to mean a specific personal thing for me. And also, I, I also get a little upset when, people stretch it so hard to make it have personal application. Like some things in the Bible, we just need to know because it's there. Yeah, We may not be able to apply it to us personally on a personal level and that's okay. doesn't mean that it's not worth knowing.
1: Yeah. Um, One that bothers me is using the term struggling. I feel, um, I can, I can say that sometimes, too. I feel like we probably all, from time to time, will say that we're struggling. Yeah, with I really something. struggle
0: with struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I think it was Elizabeth Elliott uh, that said struggling is just delayed obedience. A lot of times struggling is just sinning. And right. <laughs> we shouldn't dumb it down like that's not what it actually is. I feel like a lot of churches are using struggling instead of sinning. And I feel like
0: sometimes we just, it's really hard for us to talk to other Christians. So we've like made up this speak that makes it more easy to tiptoe around things. So we say, you know, in this season, I'm struggling because it's better than (laughs) saying right now, I can't stop sinning. And it's just like, it's, it's just a tiptoe around what we're trying to talk about, but yeah. yeah. And along with that is all like the heart talk, like, <sighs> yeah. can we just please explain to our children that our heart that's mentioned in the Bible is our brain. Like we yeah. have to know God, we aren't feeling him. And you know what, if yes. you don't feel him, it's okay. Yeah, It's our subconscious, our thoughts, our thinking capacity. We feel our brains, our thoughts with the word of God, not our heart. You know, I mean, Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same word. But it's not a feeling. Like it's okay if you don't feel close to God, you can know that you're close to God. Yes. So that's why learning Bible doctrine is so important. We have to study so that our heart or what we think of when we say our heart, yeah, is really our brain can firmly hold on to the truths that we know with our brains. But so often we just teach that loving Jesus is enough and asking him into our heart and then we wonder why these kids fall away from the church It's because they mm-hmm. haven't learned any doctrine. They haven't filled their brains with it. Um, you know, just their hearts. And so they're yeah. empty without a love for Christ. Instead, they turn to TVs and movies and culture. That's literally cussing them out. And then we wonder yeah. why suicide rates are so high and wonder what we could do to help. Well, I would suggest that we need to quit treating kids like they're incapable of learning and understanding truth. And we need to turn off the bad language in our mouths and admit that this world does not operate and speak in a way that we need to be speaking. And having a genuine conversation with your kids about language is so important because it's going to be nearly impossible to shield them from it when they quote unquote get older.
1: I feel like it's important to pre screen songs and TV shows and movies we watch, but sometimes that can be daunting. Um, it can take up a lot of time. So, one website that we both like to use is Common Sense Media, and that will give you more detail. Of what is going to be in the TV show or movie that you're gonna, or a book, they have a uh, book uh, ratings on there t- as well, and it'll give you more of an idea of what's going to be in the content, and what's yeah, what's going to happen, what language is used, all kinds of things, and if it's good or not, like they tell you that too, yeah, <laughs> and what kind of age, resource. yeah. Thank you for listening to the Is My Heart Showing podcast. Please consider subscribing. Follow us at Is My Heart Showing on Instagram.
0: And look us up on Facebook. We'd love for you to like our page. And we'll see you next time.